Hi, this is Rob Warlow from Business Loan Services, the commercial finance experts, and welcome to the Business Finance Bulletin Extra. Now, you may know that every week I do a business finance bulletin, but occasionally I'll do a podcast-only version where I take one subject, one aspect of raising finance, and delve a little deeper. Well, in this first of four special episodes, um, I've got four interviews for you that I did with Theo van Dort, and was chatting really about a range of small business finance issues, particularly around raising finance and dealing with banks. Well, in this first one that I have to share with you, um, I'm going to be talking to Theo about business plans generally and what they are and how you can use them. Um, so watch out then for the other three, which I'll be sharing over the coming weeks. So let's go to that chat with Theo now, and I hope you enjoy and get some valuable lessons. Hello there and welcome. My name is Thea Van Dort and I'm here in the studio with Rob Waller. Rob, thanks very much for coming in to see us today. And this is going to be a series of masterclasses that's designed to help you at home get the business finance that you need. Um, And Rob's here to explain to us how you're going to get that elusive yes from the bank, because I think we've all realised, either talking to business owners or or trying to get finance ourselves, that things have changed and it's becoming a lot harder Mm. to get finance from the the bank. So so what happened? yeah, I think you're right about the fact it's uh, getting a lot harder to get finance. And do you know what? That's not actually a bad thing. If we go back to the boom period, you know, 2000 to 2007, it was very easy, almost too easy for business owners to get finance. Um, you, know, you can't p- help but pick up the media and everybody say how terrible the banks are, etc., especially about how much finance they gave out during that boom period. But we also got to remember the two parties to a deal. Mm-hmm. There's the bank and the business owner and everybody together. Um, conspired to create this big boom. And obviously, it's like any boom, eventually the bubble has to burst. And so there are a lot of hard lessons learned, both from a business owner's perspective and a bank's perspective, um, about when a deal is good and when a deal is bad. And so people have had to learn the whole skill set again of getting the finance that they need. So I talk to many business owners and they say to me, Rob, I'm not ready to borrow money at the moment. I want to wait until things get back to normal. Now, what they mean by normal is that period 2000 to 2007. But what everyone really needs to understand is that that was the abnormal period. Right. Now is normal. This is how it should be. It should not have been that easy to get finance. And so where we are today now is that business owners need to learn and relearn a whole new set of skills, which is getting that finance. Previously, all they had to do was pick up the phone and literally get a yes. It's not like that anymore. So where we are today now is making sure everybody understands that there are certain things you need to do in order to get that yes. And that's really what this series of videos is about. Okay, fantastic. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing about it from my perspective as well. (laughs) Um, Tell us a little bit about your background. Well, for for 25 years, I was a a boring banker. And normally, if I'm speaking to people, it's normal boo at this stage. (laughs) Nasty, horrible man. So 25 years, I I was a banker, primarily most of that time in the UK. Um, But a little bit different, I took 10 years out and I went to to Africa for 10 years. Um, And so I was doing, uh, helping running banks in Africa. So I did time in Uganda on two separate occasions, Um, did time in Mauritius, um, and also time in Kenya as well. Originally with one of the UK high street banks who've got operation out there, right. um, but also, say, with privately owned banks as well. Um, and in 2010, after having spent 10 years um, overseas, there was time to come back to the UK. I acquired a family out there. So education issues were coming out. But I saw an opportunity as well because, again, 
And in 2010, we were right in the middle of the credit crunch. Mm. And I knew that there was an opportunity to help business owners who were struggling to get finance. Now, when I came back to start up the business, everyone said, Rob, you must be mad. You know? <laughs> you know, there's no finance to get. Well, you know, when starting to get business, you need to know that there's a gap and you need to go for it. Yeah. I just knew there were people out there who were looking for help and support. So that's where I started the business in 2010. That's what I do today now is help business owners with my team raising finance. So, Rob, in this series of videos, we're going to start looking by one of the key documents that people will need if they want to go to their bank to raise finance, and that is a business plan. So mm. for our um, for all the viewer at home or wherever you may be watching this, tell us exactly what is a business plan. Okay. Well, for me, a business plan is very simple. It's um, one document that if a third party picks it up and they know nothing about your business, after they read it, they have everything that they need to know about your business. So it's one document that really just summarizes all that your business is about. And that's really essential for a bank, as many business owners will go into a bank. Um, I, you, I, I was a practicing banker and I see it all the time. Many people would just come in with lots of ideas here, yeah. but nothing on paper. And from a bank manager's point of view, um, bank managers are structured and analytical and logical. Yes. <laughs> they need to see something on paper. And that's essentially what a business plan is. But it's a bit more than that because it's also a document that lists out all your goals and objectives. Again, very important from a bank's point of view because they want to see that they know where you're going. Mm. But it's also a document as well that you can help you monitor your progress. So you put a business plan together and it's essentially then a roadmap um, of where you want your business to be. So it helps you just monitor where you're going and the things that you're going to be taking and the avenues that you're going to take as well. Um, and using that then, it just means then you can also adjust your progress, adjust where you want to be to get back on track. So it's more than just a tool to get finance. For me, it's also uh, an integral part of running a successful business. Yeah, because you find that a lot of people will have a business plan and they'll go to the bank to raise the finance and they get the finance and then they never look at it again. That's right, yeah. <laughs> you often, often go into many, many businesses where we're looking to raise finance. Do you have a business plan? Um, yeah, um, I've got one here. <laughs> 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 we, we literally blow the dust off it yeah. and said, there's my business plan. Is it really? Well, you know, it's not exactly in date, is it? And that's one of the things, you know, there are a lot of myths about writing business plans that we really need to dispel. Okay. All right. Mm. And um, so, do you, so what are the myths that, that you've found over those years that you want to dispel them? I think from the business plan point of view, you know, many business owners are reluctant to write business plans. And the reasons are because they, they kind of buy into these myths. The first myth, they think, is that a business plan is solely for the bank. That the only reason why you would ever put a business plan together is if you want to raise finance. But it's not. A business plan really is for you. It's for you and you alone. It just so happens that you know, it's very useful for a bank, but any business that's really focused on achieving something should be looking at putting a plan together. The second myth is that it has to be a very large and complex document. I mean, it doesn't have to be the size of War and Peace. Mm. That's the thing that really puts people off. It doesn't have to be that big, chunky document. All it has to be, if you're raising finance, you're looking probably a plan of about... 15 to 25 pages, something like that. But even if you're not raising finance, a plan of only two to three pages would be sufficient. I think that's the third myth as well, is that, well, I only need a business plan if I'm raising finance. Not the case. So really what they want to try and do is just dispel this idea that a plan is just for finance raising. Yes, it's a crucial part, but it's much more than that as well. Okay. And are there any figures as to how many businesses actually have a business plan? Yes, if you look at some, some figures, and this has been brought out by the SME Finance Monitor Report. It's a very good quarterly report that comes out. And it recently showed that um, 
sole traders, people who've got no um, employees, 27% of business owners say they have a plan. Right. Then it goes up. The people who've got employment between one and nine, about 40% of them say they have a plan. 10 to 50 or 10 to 49, 56%. But interestingly then, um, from 50 to 249 employees, 70% of them say we have a plan. Yeah. Now, we've got to think, what's going on here? Are they employing nearly up to 250 people because they have a business plan? Or yeah, because they had a business plan, they're employing 250 people. And so it's quite critical here that the bigger businesses have it. Mm. So if that's the case. Why shouldn't the smaller business owners have it as well? It's almost like if you're, if you're a small business and you want to model big business, then have a plan. Absolutely. Yeah. Your big business would not be putting time and effort into having a plan to work together than you know, if it didn't work. So it's the same for business owners. And the key thing to remember is that a business plan is like a sat-nav. Um, it helps you get to your destination. Yeah. Just imagine um, if we're going to a place we've never been to before, what's the first thing we would do? If we've got a sat-nav or we're using our phone, you know, we switch the engine on, um, we plug the sat-nav in, and the first thing the sat-nav says, well, where do you want to go to? Yeah. But plug in the address, the postcode, whatever it may be, and then the sat-nav says, drive forward, turn left, turn right, um, and bang, eventually you're at your destination. Or... If you really use the sat-nav well, say, no, 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 take a U-turn here, you've gone wrong. You know, double back. Yeah. That's the same with the business plan. If you've got that plan there, like these bigger businesses, they're using it as roadmaps and helping them guide them to where they want to be. And that's what business owners should be doing as well. Interestingly, because last week I had a business consultant in and he was recording some modules. Mm. And he was, and one of the examples and the analogy he used was of a sat-nav. Mm. He said, because, you know, as a business owner, you're trying to get from A to B. And what happens if you're in your car and you're trying to get from A to B? Does the sat-nav, the moment you hit a roadblock, go, oh, we can't do anything? Or does it try to reroute you because it knows the ultimate jet destination is to get to B? Correct. Exactly the same way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, if you don't have the plan, you may get to your destination eventually eventually being the key word yeah but you may have gone on a very circuitous route all over the place use a lot of fuel a lot of mileage on the car a lot of resources and it's the same in business a lot of resource may have gone into getting you to that destination but you could have gone there quicker if you'd had a plan to which you were working towards and that's really what it's about so from your experience then and from dealing with hundreds of people what, what what do you think are the key benefits of having a business plan right from my point of view i think there are a number of benefits in 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 putting a plan together yeah um Number one, it just gives you clarity and focus. If you haven't put that business plan together, you, you understand exactly where you want your business to be, and it allows you to focus in on the key objectives that you want to achieve. Mm. Yeah. Putting a plan together as well, it's all about the process and the journey along, because what it'll help you do as well is to assess the feasibility and the viability of your project. Too often, business owners will just go boom, straight head into it, but not taking a pause back and just say, okay, what could go wrong here? Mm. And that's really what a business plan will do as well, is help you sit down and identify, is this project really going to do what I want it to do? Or are there going to be gaps in there? That's another thing that a plan will do. It'll help identify the gaps in your thinking or the gaps in the business model that you may have put together. Having identified those gaps, another benefit that comes out of the plan then is, okay, those are the gaps so what do I need to do now in order to fill those gaps? 
So can you see by going through the process, yeah. you, you're forewarned, you, you understand what's coming. And it's almost looking at your business with, uh, with outside eyes. Yes. Because I think the problem being being in business is other people can walk in, like a consultant walk in, go, change that, that and that. Mm. Like we could walk into a restaurant, you could walk into somebody else's business and go, oh, if I change that. But actually, when you're in it every day, it's very easy to become blinkered. Absolutely, yeah. And that's why if you follow a, a kind of a structured process for putting a plan together, exactly, it'll take you outside of it and, and look at it from that different angle and make you ask questions that you would not ordinarily you've asked of yourself yeah and that's the key this process this journey that you go along um when you're there so you, you've got once you've got these gaps then you say well how do i fill them and that goes on to the next benefit then is okay then it's understanding what, what additional resources do i need in order to fill that gap mm-hmm. so it may be then that you may have this blinding flash of the obvious yeah, i'm going to need more staff going to need more stock i'm going to need a bit of equipment and machinery that i didn't think i was going to need before yep so you can imagine if you started the business without going through this process, you're six to nine months into it, and then you suddenly realize, oh, there's another £20,000 spend I've now got to go through because I didn't realize I had this issue. Yeah, and I guess when you're going to ask for finance and the bank manager is going to ask these questions because they've done it so many times before, mm. if you've done all this work, you're pre-prepared. Yes. You're not going to get caught out by the question. No. Yeah. And that's really this is one of the last key benefits of putting the plan together is it'll help you get that finance from the bank. Mm. Um, so that's one of the key things, really. Okay, so you, you said, I mean, clearly there are benefits to writing a business plan. So why do you think so many businesses don't, don't have one? Yeah, it's interesting. When I go into a lot of business owners and say, oh, have you got plans? As we saw earlier, many people don't. And there's a lot of reasons. But are they really reasons? Are they excuses right. as to why people won't do them? And I've come up with a, with a host of them over the years. Here's the first one. You know, I've talked to lots of successful business owners and they've never had a business plan. So why should I have one? Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, he was well, yes. excuse. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they they may have been lucky. Yeah. But just think how much more successful could they have been yeah. if they'd sat down and thought about it. Now, I'm not saying that a business plan is, is the you know, the holy grail. It will get you everything that you want. No, it, it won't. Hmm. But it will get you there quicker and in a bit more of a structured a way. Yeah. 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 So just because no one else has done it, it doesn't mean that, and that gives us the excuse not to do it either. Um, the next reason I haven't got time to sit down and write one. Now, I get this. It does take time. Yep. But you know, at the end of the day, if anything is worthwhile and an outcome is good, it's got to be worth your time. Mm. You know, obviously you say, oh, I need to get better at managing my time. Yeah. Well, it's nothing to do with that. It's managing the tasks that we do within the time. And so it's a case of actually saying, okay, I'm going to mark space out in my diary to put my plan together. Yeah. So it's actually making that commitment. It's like Michael Gerber, who wrote the E-Myth uh, Enterprise and E-Myth books, would say you've got to take time to work on your business, not in your business. Yes, And absolutely. this is working on your business. Yeah, yeah. Because if you think about it, you know, m- most business owners, we start out because we have an idea, we've spotted a gap in the market, yeah. and we all have to have a completely different set of skills. Mm. And most business owners are not people to sit down and write documents. No. You know, they go get it. That's not the glamorous bit. No, absolutely right. <laughs> so, the, so this, I haven't got the time. It's just really just an excuse because, you know, it's not my thing. Yeah. It's not what I like doing. But if you're really to progress in a structured way and grow your business properly, make the time. Sit down and do it. Okay. The next one um, I would look is say, well, I just want to get on with it. Again, impatience comes in. Yeah, yeah. I've got the idea. I've seen the gap. I know what I want to go for. There are people out there who want what I have, mm. um, let me just get on with it. Yeah. Well, yeah, great. But again... It's a bit like leaving London and knowing you need to get to Manchester and just driving. You go, yes. well, 
we know it's that way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You get there eventually. Yeah. But yeah, again, it's about taking how much time, fuel, all the other things you use. The car analogy works well. Yeah, just pausing and doing it. The next one then, you know, people just say, well, what's the point? Because I can't exactly predict the future. Mm. It's not about that. Many people confuse the, 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 the purpose of the plan. I said earlier, it's about the process and the discoveries that you make along the way. It's not necessarily about the end outcome. Mm. So it's not really to predict the future. It's to help you to get to that future, yeah. whatever that future may be. Now, I've looked at plans. I've planned together for my own business. Is it exactly the same uh, where I am today, where I thought I was going to be when I put the plan together? No. <laughs> but is it a, a, as near as damn as I can be? Absolutely. So this is not about predicting the future with some certainty. It doesn't work that way. It just helps you get there better. Great. The next one, well, I'm not borrowing any money. So, well, I've said before, it doesn't really matter whether you're borrowing money or not. When you borrow money from the bank, they're going to want that 15 to 25 pages. Yeah. Okay? That's fine. But you need to have one even if you're not borrowing any money because it just gives you a bit of structure. Mm. You may be on the 1st of January, beginning of the year, and it's simple as, well, where do I want to be this year? Where do I want to take this business? And then jotting down those ideas and having jotted down the ideas of where I want to be, whether that's in terms of a specific sales target, a specific profit target, whatever it may be, the plan then really comes into its own then because you say, okay, what steps do I need to take in order to get there? Yeah. And what steps do I need to take by month three, month six, month nine? That's your business plan. It doesn't have to be anything more complicated than that. Yeah, series so, of 90-day plans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just yeah. breaking it down. That is a business plan. So again, back to these myths about what plans are. Yeah. This is the common one, and I can really understand this, and this is why this series of videos are put together, is, well, you know, how do I do it? Yeah, because it, it, can, it can feel, because having done it the first time, because I've worked, I've had several businesses of my own over the years, but then, you know, and then having worked for big corporates and then having gone back to start up, you know, smaller businesses again, mm. it, it can feel quite overwhelming mm. to actually think, well, I've, you're sitting there with a blank piece of paper, where do I start? Yeah, well, most people start with a bin beside them because they <laughs> one piece, in it goes, in it goes, and you end up with a full bin, and that's yeah. all you end up with a part of the process. But Lots uh, of bits of a plan. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when you've got a structure together, which we'll be sharing in the next video, yeah. um, once you understand what it's all about, you know, it does not have to be um, a very complex document. Mm. It's something that can work for you. Um, so we'll share the framework in the next video. Okay. Um, but it's not as complicated as people may think. Right. Um, the other one that, have, uh, that people say is that, you know, I, I read other people's business plans and I don't understand what it was about. Well, that's a wrongly written business plan. Mm. Because I said at the beginning of what is a business plan. Well, a business plan, I said, is one document where somebody who knows nothing about your business can pick it up, read it and understand what your business is about. Right. So if somebody reads a plan, and they say, I, I didn't get it. Well, that's not your fault. It was the writer's fault. Yeah. Now, we've got to assume that uh, your, your uh, business bank manager will know nothing about your business. And we also have to know bank managers are stupid people. That's why we, end, that's why we ended up being bankers. Didn't know what else to do. <laughs> so we've got to be careful not to overcomplicate a plan, yeah. not to fill it full of jargon and, and industry, too much industry knowledge, yeah. because it'll just switch the reader off. So write it in layman's terms. It's got to keep it simple. Right. So that, again, listen, there's no reason why not to write a plan if you think... It has to be a complex document. It doesn't. And I think this is the last one then, which you won't hear verbalised, but it's in there. Yeah. People deep down thinking, do you know what? This guy, Rob, making me sitting down to write a plan, but mm, 
I'm actually afraid of what I might learn about my business. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in there that business owners will just filter out. Yeah, a bit of rose-tinted glasses. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't want to know. I don't want to be forced yeah, to yeah. confront the Let's obvious. Let's not worry about that. <laughs> yeah. So putting it down there, this is one of the last reasons is, you know, mm. yeah, I don't want to be told what is the blindingly obvious to me. Yeah. So, so, the key. so I think the key one that jumped out for me, though, Rob, was, was knowing where to start. So mm. what sort of help and advice is there for somebody that wants to do it? There's, there's a lot out there. I, I understand that people um, have to prioritise their tasks and, and it can be a bit daunting, but you don't have to do it um, by your own. First of all, if you're lucky enough to have staff around you, check your team out. Mm. Um, as business owners, we can be quite arrogant sometimes that we think we know everything there is to know about our business. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, your staff often know more about your business than you do. Yeah. Because they see what works, mm. but more importantly, they see what doesn't work within a business. Yeah. So, and they often won't have as much of an emotional attachment to it. Yes, yes, that's right. They, 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 they can easily just say, well, you know, this has been on our mind. We think we can do this in a better way, but we didn't like to say before, mm. but hey, let's just break this apart and start it again or whatever it may be. Yeah. So, so the team would be a good place to start for me. Mm. Um, your accountant, um, the majority of business owners will have accountants. Go and see them because they will have seen many plans and they will know what to put in it. Right. And they can give you a simple framework. Okay. Um, one less obvious place would be the bank. People would think, well, why would you go to a bank for help? Yeah. Well, it's in their interest yeah, yeah. because they want to make sure that they have all the information that they need to assess People your request. buy into what they create. So you yeah. ask them to help creating, then Absolutely. you've got buy-in on the way there. Yeah. So most banks will give you a template that they have. Right. So, and then it just fill in the blanks. Yeah. And that's a, that's a great start. you then got various government advice agencies and business colleagues as well. Um, you know, if you've got a good colleague who's prepared to sit down with you, especially if they've done a plan before, mm. that's a great place. Um, then you've got books on the internet. Um, a lot of free templates on the internet. Just go to your favorite search engine. If you type in a business plan template or business plan outline, then you'll find what you're looking for there. Um, it's an ideal way of just picking up a ready-made template and fill it in. There's a lot of information out there. Yeah. yeah I've used a piece of online software, actually. And, it, it, and not only that, but it formats it. And when you, mm. for you, you input all the data, and then at the end of it, you print this out, and you think, oh, this looks fantastic. Yes, this is really my business. And, it's, yeah. and it breaks it up into bite-sized chunks yeah. for you and takes away the overwhelm. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... that's but that's... you've still gone, even with those ready-made templates, it's still forcing you to sit back and think about your business. Yeah. And that's the key thing here. It's making you think about the business in a detached way. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, uh, you'll know then you're answering most of the things that you're supposed to answer. Yeah. So when you do go to see a bank manager, you're not worried you're going to get caught out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so oh, I think it's fantastic. Mm. So, so to wrap up, what, are the, what would be mm. the key messages for business owners to take away from this? Well, I think the key things for you sitting out there watching this, number one, remember the business plan is not just for the bank, it's for you. Okay, it's all about the process and the journey. And even if you're not looking to raise finance, consider doing a plan anyway, because believe me, I genuinely believe it's the difference between a less successful and a really successful business. So those are the things that I would try and leave people with. Okay. So, Rob, I know this is one of four videos that, you, that we're, we're, we're making for, mm-hmm. for a viewer at home. Um, if people want to get hold of you straight away, how do they do that? Yep. Well, um, we can either check our website out, www.businessloanservices.co.uk. Yep. Um, there's all the information about the service we provide and the team that we've got. Um, or just drop us um, an email at info at businessloanservices.co.uk. 
Okay, fantastic. So that's the first of four videos, as I said. In the next video, Rob is going to be sharing his four-step framework on how to write a business plan. So, Rob, thank you for sharing that, and we look forward to seeing you in the next video. Thanks very much. Thank you. So there we are. I hope you enjoyed that chat I had with Teo. Now, don't forget, this is the first of four uh, that I did with him. So keep an eye out for the next Business Finance Bulletin Extra, where I'll be sharing with Teo uh, an insight into what exactly goes into business plans. So that's it for this episode. Thanks very much for joining me. And don't forget, if you do have a business finance related topic, we're more than happy to have a chat with you about it. All you have to do is just drop us a line, info at businessloanservices.co.uk or visit our website, businessloanservices.co.uk for more information. Thanks very much for being with me. Look forward to being with you next time. Bye-bye now.